The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network and ChicagoBears.com. Download the Chicago Bears official mobile app for up-to-the-minute Bears content every day. And now, welcome to Bears All Access, your all-access pass into Chicago Bears football. Bears All Access is brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by CDW, Miller Lite, and Hulu. We got a lively group here at Hallis Hall. Fuel up place 60. Our guests, our final live show of the year here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer, and our guest tonight is Double A. Not that one, because you know who gets all the love is Double A. Anthony Adams. This is Adrian Amos, everybody. And uh, give him a nice hand. Because, uh, you know, this is, this is a busy time of year. Yeah, it's, it's the holiday season and all that, but it's football season, and it's just really getting started right now. Three games to go, and, you know, you giving up an hour of your time on a, on a weeknight is not simple to do. You guys have been working all day, and you got lots to do, so we appreciate you coming by. Uh, can you believe how far this team has come since week one when you lost that game to the Green Bay Packers? Oh, man, it's, it's you know, uh, it's like, you know, night and day, but it's, it's the process of a season, and... Um, how we learned from that first game and um, just took that upon ourselves to finish every game, uh, finish every opportunity, finishing in practice. Uh, that became our motto earlier in the season. Um, and uh, coaches reminded us that this week, uh, this morning, about just, just finishing each and every game. So I, I feel like that was a we, – we, we took uh, a lot from that, just that learning experience. Does, does this season seem to go fast? So this is your fourth year. And a lot has changed for you in those four years, in those three years. Has, has this season gone faster because of the success you guys are enjoying? I think so because, you know, when you three and yeah. whatever, three and ten at this point in the season, the last couple of years, um, you know, it's just a different vibe, a different feeling. Um, you know, practice is a little harder. Um, games seem a little longer just because you're losing. But, um you know, when you're having fun, when you're winning, it's fun. You're having fun. This team is fun. Um, and, you know, it, it just, you know, when you're having fun, it's like, you know, the time just, you know, slipped right away from you. So, um, you know, winning, that, that, that cures a lot. Yeah, I was looking at an old interview between you and Jeff a couple of years ago, and it said that you, you said that you take care of the now, you don't look ahead. Has it been harder to do that this year because of, of the excitement you guys are generating, or is, are you still staying in the now week in and week out? I think it's more, even more important right now just have to focus on each week because if we let this week slip away from us, it's going to make the following week harder. So if we just focus on right now, this practice, this game, um, I think you know, that future will take care of itself. What you uh, recall from that week one that, that gnaws at you a little bit? Um, just that we got after them early. Um, we came out, we were playing well, playing sharp. Um, then a couple plays um, in the second half got away from us and, you know, let a team like that hang around and then um, just come up short in the end. You know, everybody just, you know, we were – it was promising that we know what we are capable of, capable of, but at the same time when you lose a game like that, it's like, dang, we, we just got to finish. Well, you know, you guys have been resilient. Resilience is a good word to use for these guys, Tom, yeah. because, you know, you lost four games by a combined 14 points. But right. it's how you lost those games that gnaw at you guys. A couple overtimes, the, the, the comeback by the Green Bay Packers. 
I mean, it's crazy when you really think about what you guys have accomplished this year. But in reality, you haven't accomplished anything yet until it actually says NFC North champion or, you know, a playoff clinching. And I think that's why Matt has kept the focus small. Just right. take care of each day at a, at a time. Is that work for a young team like this? Because, you know, you're still a young player, but you've been around a while. Um, you know, over the years, I've just learned that, you know, the margin for error in this league is real small. So, you know, each game, it could be one or two plays that, that could decide the game. And then during the season, the, the good teams, they win their close games. You know what I'm saying? And then the bad teams, they don't. You know, you can have a team that's, you know, two teams that's very similar, but one team wins those close games, one team doesn't win those close things, and those come from little mistakes, you know, little mistakes, little details uh, that separate, you know, those good teams from those bad teams. You know, so you're a strong safety, Eddie Jackson, the free safety. Can you give all of us a little description of what the difference is between a strong safety and a free safety, and then because we're all thinking of Aaron Rodgers and like, what is the differences between your guys's job obligations? Well, um, with, with with Vic, he likes to switch it up a lot. So um, over the course of the this season and you know last year, um, we go back and forth pretty much. But you know, the strong safety is just more towards you know uh, in traditional defenses, more towards the tight end side. Um, supposed to come down more often. A free safety plays in more space um, over the top uh, in little holes and different things like that. So um, traditionally, yeah, the strong safety is, is more in the box, more um, more as the next linebacker, if you know, if you want to put it like that. Are, are you guys interchangeable now? Have you, yeah. are you the, with the experience that you have and what Eddie's capable of doing? So are, can you guys? you know, stay in the position and, and play each other's position almost? Yeah, more this year than last year. Um, we've been, you know, switching a right. lot. So um, you can't really, you know, get a game plan on where each person is going to be. So, you know, it, it helps for disguise. Uh, you don't know which one's going to come down sometimes. And um, I think that plays with quarterbacks. You know, I was watching the tape of Kyle Fuller's interception the other day. When you're a defensive back, you can be anywhere from 4 to 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. And it seemed like, you know, the head of Jared Goff, it stuck in one position and, and it never rotated the field. Right. Can you really see the eyes or face or the head of a quarterback while you're going through all your other duties of watching the way things are coming off the line of scrimmage? Yeah, um, that's easier when you're in a zone coverage. When you're in a zone, it's easier to watch the quarterback and see where his eyes going. But when you're a man, you're more locked in uh, to your receiver and the routes um, that you're looking for. So... Um, but, but, yeah, that play, you know, remembering that play, his eyes were staring right. the whole time. And then um, uh, I think we were, like, in quarters. And um, um, I had inside help on Kyle, and Kyle made a great play, sat on the route, and then um, broke down and, and finished on the play. Um, so, I mean, that was kind of a zone concept where he see the quarterback, but um, it's more just you know, him just making a great play, knowing where his help was and uh, knowing where he could be aggressive. Well, they talk about the game slowing down for the quarterback. Does the game slow down for you as you gain more experience and the more offenses, the more formations and everything you see? Yeah, it, it slows down in a way um, because it, it, it's mental. You know, as, a, as you get older, you know, you see more, uh, you start to feel more, you start to, if you know what they're doing, you can get there faster. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes you play that much faster just because you know where they're going. And when you're confident in your teammates and what they need to do, 
you're not hesitant as in, well, maybe I need to help him, so I'm not going to, I'm going to sacrifice doing my job to help this person. So um, that's how the game slowed down for everybody. It's Adrian Amos along with Jeff and Tom here on Bears All Access from PNC Studios at Hallisall, brought to you by IGS Energy. Uh, to Tom's point, too, uh, do you – do you come into this game from the college game already with your eyes trained, or do they develop at the NFL level at a really elite level? I think, um, yeah, I think that's something that has to develop um, with experience in the league. Uh, in college, I know I played more corner and nickel, where uh, my job was just to cover one man. That was my guy. I got him. And um, Sounds you, easy now, right? Yeah. <laughs> now it does. But now – in the NFL, everybody's more athletic. Everybody's, you know, an NFL player. So, um, and then I'm moving to safety where I have to know where other people are supposed to line up. I have to sometimes get other people lined up. Um, well, basically get people lined up every play, you know, because you have to communicate back there in the back end. So it's just a lot more to look at. Uh, you have to learn how to watch film. And I don't think in college, uh, coaches teach players how to watch film. Um, what you're looking for when you watch a film, what are you supposed to be studying? You know, that's something that I'm still working on. Um, you know, I'm learning new things, you know, every year, just just how to improve my game. You know, I, I was reading up about you, and they said at the Combine you ran a 4.540, and then you went to your pro day and you ran like a 4.37. How did you decrease, how did you take off that amount of time? Or, or did you feel better at your pro day than you did at the Combine? Um, well, combine is like is a hectic time. Like right. you, you really don't sleep much. You you know it. You, you know, know in, in my era, atmosphere. we had three different yeah. combines, and yeah. so it's better now that you guys have the one. Yeah. But I, I just see that adjustment you made, and it's as it was impressive. called home field advantage. Yeah, at uh, Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, when uh, we just got back to school, um, you know, I just went and I was just like, all right, I'm gonna run it again. I didn't have to run it again. Actually, my agent didn't want me to run again, but I said I know that I'm going to run 4-3 here. So, um, you know, I just went and I just lined up and ran. I think at the combine it's just, you know, jitters, you trying to – I was the first one to run and everything too, but I feel like I still ran a good time for my position alphabetical too. Alphabetical so, order? Yeah, alphabetical oh, the order. The curse of the Amos. I had to go first. Did I'm you getting, have to sit in front, yeah. front of the class all through grade school and stuff because you had the double A? Yeah, probably, oh. yeah. Yeah, and then so I'm getting up there, the <laughs> up teachers. there, the combine legs shaking, nervous, <laughs> right, <laughs> nervous about to run the forty. Yeah, just then when you get back to your pro day, it's just more relaxed. It's people you know there. Um, I mean, it's the same amount of scouts and things like that, but it's just a different atmosphere. It just feel a little bit better. You can breathe. Safety, Adrian Amos, fourth year Chicago Bear, first place outfit, ready to try and finish the job in the NFC North on Sunday at Soldier Field against the Green Bay Packers. Time for our first break here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back to Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears, providing electricity, natural gas, and home warranty products to over one million customers across the country. Learn more about IGS Energy at IGS.com. Jeff and Tom here at PNC Studios at House Hall. We got a lively bunch. Fuel up to play 60. You know, 60 minutes a day, Tom, that's all you need. Oh, did, you know, listen, that's, you, did the, you min get a, that's, that's the minimum. That's the minimum. Did you guys work? Did every one of you work out today? Just say yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom, did you work out today? Yes. I know Adrian did. I did. 
Uh, not me. Not yet. But the day's still young. We Hi. got Dan Brilly, our producer, Bob Boxer, our engineer here from the PNC studios on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Uh, the news on Bryce Callahan broke my heart. Mm. He's having an outstanding year. Yeah. Broken foot. Going to be out for the rest of the year. But if you could put into perspective just how, in context, how difficult that position is to play. I talk about it all the time. It may be one of the most difficult on defense because of the variety of tasks, the variety of responsibilities and what you have to do. And, and he's, he's a slightly built guy, but an explosive athlete who is tough as nails. Yeah, man, that's a, um, that's a tough loss. That's a, that's a hard position to play. Um, I think Nickel and probably Nose Guard with Eddie uh, Goldman plays um, are the two most underappreciated positions um, in in defense in football. So, um, yeah, he does a lot in there, um, covers a lot of the slots. Um, he's, you know, left by himself on slots a lot. Um, he blitzes. Um, he comes up and can tackle. Um, but, man, uh, injury is a part of the game. You know, it's sad to see him, you know, after having a great year like this and then, you know, us for, for us to lose him. But we got Sherrick filling in, um, a veteran who's been there, he's been playing knows the system. Um, so um, he's going to come in and do great. Will anything change for you without giving up information? Will anything change for you? Or is it, you know, what you've been doing and nothing will change without Bryce or with Sherrick being in there? Um, I don't think um, much would change, you know, as far as, you know, the scheme and anything like that. Um, you know, just just keep on uh, pushing, next man up. Um, just want to have to communicate with Sherrick more instead of Bryce, you know what I'm saying? Me and Bryce used to have, you know, combos back and forth, uh, pre-snap and things like that. So I have to shift over and um, get on that same page with uh, with Sherrick. Because of your versatility, was it ever discussed about possibly you filling that role? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, emergency, I'm, you know, I, I have to learn Well, I, I think, you know, positions. because you played corner yeah. in college yeah. and you have experience everywhere yeah. in the defensive backfield, so it, it's one of those characters that can play anywhere. Right, yeah, so um, in emergency situations, yeah, you know, um, I have to learn everything. So, you know, I might have to fill in um, here or there. So um, I'm just prepared, you know, when we, when we watch a film, when, we, I, when he talking to the nickel, I act like he talking to me. You know, the, the thing about Sherrick, and we've seen guys, Tom and I have been here obviously a long time, and guys that have been just known as special teams players that also wanted to play defense but never right. got the opportunity. The one guy I always think of is Corey Graham. Just the other night watching him play again, he's still playing the game and, and has gone to a couple Super Bowls. So when you finally get that opportunity, no matter how deep it is into your career, you know, you, you welcome it. And, and a guy like him, he's, he's, he's a very quiet guy, not unlike yourself, not unlike – it's a quiet secondary, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> except for Prince, I guess, Prince and Eddie. But with, with wanting to do that and not really being trusted completely by your defensive coaches to do that on a regular basis or – but Vic Fangio does trust this man. He puts him in packages. He's putting him on the field and, and, and getting him out there to, to blitz and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see Sherrick with this kind of responsibility because with nickel now, with three wides and four wides, you guys are out there in that instead of base right. almost the whole time. Right. Um, yeah, uh, one thing about Vic, if he don't trust you, you're not going out there. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's just next man up. It's not – we're not sitting here talking about, um, you know, in meetings like – Oh man, what are we gonna do? Um, Sherrick just filling in. 
Um, you know, he's been practicing nickel all year as well. It's not like, you know, he hasn't had any reps and he's just filling in there. So um, he's going to come in and then we stick to our terminology, stick to our game plan and then um, get in and get after it. Um, you know, Shaq has been doing the dollar stuff uh, with blitzing and different things like that. He's been covering all year. So, um, yeah, he's a trusted, everybody trusts him. Um, so we going into this uh, next game confident. Can you feel the pass rush? Because, you know, we can see it. It's evident to us either as an ex-offensive lineman or just fans of the Bears, and you can see how aggressive it is. But now you're a defensive back, and the quarterback has to make decisions at a little quicker pace than maybe they did a couple of years ago. So uh, can you feel that rush? Yeah, I think um, I think it works hand-to-hand -hand, um, for sacks, for interceptions. Right. With, the, um, with the secondary, you know, making the quarterback double pump, you know, they get the sack. Or we might have a breakdown in the secondary and Mac or Akeem get in there and, and break a, and tip a ball or get the sack, you know, and bail us out. So um, I think it goes hand in hand and it's just it's just great to, to have that balance. And when you have that balance of that, um, you know, you, you get played games like last game where you got takeaways, you got four interceptions, you got sacks, you got you got it all. At the beginning of the year, Prince put out a pretty heavy-duty number out there. He <laughs> talked about 10 interceptions for himself. But, yeah. you know, yeah, you see what Kyle did, you see what you've been able to do, Eddie Jackson, Prince himself, everybody's got involved in the mix. You know, to me, it seemed like a, a, a big number given the amount of interceptions that you got the last couple of years. But now every everything's coming into play, and, and the defensive backs are complementing the pass rush equally as well. Yeah, um, you know, Prince, he just said one of his goals, you know what I'm saying? So um, I think I think every defensive back, you know, when you write a goal sheet at the beginning of the year, you want some crazy you, – you want to write something down that nobody will believe you're going to get. So, uh, you know, everybody does that. Yeah, so, have you so done that's a good too? Goal. Yeah, every single year I got, I got a goal sheet and just crazy. I'm not going to say all my goals. Give but us I just one. Say it. Throw one on there. You know, well, all right, playoffs. Then. That, there you that go. ain't a crazy one. That's not <laughs> that a crazy playoffs, one at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, how about this? I didn't know this until today, but a tie by the Bears or a Washington tie or a loss, Bears are in the playoffs no matter what. Now, they have bigger fish to fry, obviously. Tom's shaking his you head. You can't even let that type of stuff seep saying. into the room. <laughs> I'm just I'm not. I'm not let or. As a player and now as a fan, as a broadcaster, I never want someone else to get me into the playoffs. You got to right. get in the playoffs of your your own abilities. You right. know, you know, Nagy's an unbelievable guy, isn't he? Right. I, you know, from the dancing in the post game locker room celebration <laughs> to everything he's ever said at the podium since the minute he was hired has, has come true, and it's got to be interesting for a player to listen to because, you know, he's telling you how things are going to go, and he stuck to his word and everything's coming up like like he's described to us yeah he um you know he's a great coach he came in um he earned our you know respect um early on and then you know he's a coach he wants us to have fun so it, he almost forces you to have fun you know what I'm saying he forces you to dance he you know he he makes <laughs> it's everybody something you don't want to do is it <laughs> you no know, i'm not gonna say too much but i mean it's it's fun because a lot of people you know play better when they're loose and you know having fun and then we're winning as well so you winning um you have time to have fun is is actually a lot of time so you're supposed to have fun right here so um so that combination, it just it brings the team close together, and this, you know, the closest team that, you know, I feel like I've ever been on. I was just talking to somebody the other day, and I was just saying this is the funniest 
the team I've ever been on just because so, people so loose. People people say things that you never heard them say before. I didn't even know you talked. So, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it's just a, a better vibe when you're winning, you're energetic, and, you know, everybody's just loose. You know, between you and Allen Robinson, he was on here a couple of weeks ago with us, and Jeff, and I, I asked A-Rob, Allen Robinson, I said, are you surprised at Adrian Amos's success at this level of football? And he was not surprised because you guys were close in college and he understood the abilities you had there. Are you surprised at his success at this level, um, you know, because of what you saw him do in, in college? Um, people don't really like me talking about A-Rod because they think I'm biased because, that's, you know, that's been my boy. So, but um, really, I, I'm not surprised. I really expect more, you know, because, you know, I've seen him day to day and I see how he worked, um, how he prepared, where he came from, from freshman year of college to when he left as a junior. Um, and, that, you know, I know his abilities matched up with people I've played against in the NFL. So, um, you know, I, I think he's still got a lot more, you know, to go. You know, I know he had seasons with Pro Bowl and things like that. But, you know, I think, he, you know, he still has a, you know, a ways to go. And, um, you know, I expect I expect more for myself as well. So it's like um, we hold each other Is he serious or fun? Um, he Be both. Um, real competitive. Right. So when it's time to compete, he like, he's locked in. So, um, you know, you can see both sides of it. But, you know, just because you guys have that group of friends, you, the Super Six, Super yeah. Six, that, Super of six, six guys in college that they communicate every day, and Allen Robinson is one of them. But to see you go from one team and then come to the Bears this year, and you almost have a feeling, wow, it's always like this around here. No, no. it's not. This is the first year that yeah. I think there's been this much fun right. um, surrounding your guys' practices, your post-game celebration, and everything else that Matt and the other free agents have brought to this team. Yeah, I, I was talking to uh, Roquan and Iggy uh, yesterday, and I was like, y'all don't even know how it's been around here. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So this all y'all see, and you know, hopefully it, it stay like this. So. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a better feeling, a better vibe around the building. We'll pick up the conversation on the other side of this break. We're in Bears All Access here from PNC Studios at Hattasaw on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Bring a coat to donate to the Chicago Bears Coat Drive on the 17th from 4.30 to 5.30 to our Deerfield Store at Jewel and receive an autographed picture and or a picture with Prince Amukamara, the Bears starting cornerback, one of the uh, impressive players on defense as we welcome you back to Bears All Access here at PNC Studio at Hallis Hall. Uh, fuel up to play 60, a bunch of teachers here and uh, Tom started sweating. Tom started sweating. He's always telling me he was just a, I'm a, a student. very average student. Yeah. Now see, you know, I knew C. who did. No, I don't even want to say that. I'm a C student. I can't. You know, I can't you know, hide it. You've made it through life, all right. All right. I yes. It's just. You but know. you know, you could not be a C student playing football. No. You had to be an A student in the football classroom. Well, it's you can't have mental errors. You know, in, in sports and football, especially mental errors get you cut. Physical mistakes get you coached. So. That is the thing about it, and it's still the same today, isn't it? And he always yeah. tells me, uh, if you think, you're beat. So he's got it all covered. He's got oh, every yeah. angle covered. Right. Is well, it I mean, all true for you, too? Yeah, for sure. You know, them mental errors, you'll never want to get your sheet back and see, you know, ME's on your, on your sheet. So, um, and then everybody relying on you. So those mental errors, those are controllables, you know, in everybody's eyes. So you can control your mental errors. 
Um, you know, sometimes you get beat, but let them beat you. Don't beat yourself. Right, and so when you guys are grading papers now, instead of check marks on it, just Emmy, mental error. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it would it'd be a nice little just. Hey, did you ever play any offense? Because I was reading up about you, and it seems like all your history, all your background always points to defense. Oh, yeah. In um, high school, actually coming into high school, I was a quarterback. I was like 5'2". Can you in throw? In ninth grade. Yeah, I could. I could, I could throw, it, throw it a mile. I don't know how accurate I was, but <laughs> I could throw it a mile. And then um, when I got moved to corner, um, sophomore year in high school, and then they let me play both ways, uh, junior and senior year, um, in big games, they let me play both ways. At, at Calvert? Calvert Hall, yeah. yeah. So, offense, I, actually, I played some tight end, <laughs> I played receiver, uh, I was the Wildcat quarterback. Um, I think that, I think that covers so, I mean, offense. Have any, any off conversations with Coach Nagy about your offensive abilities? Actually, um, I was getting on Coach London, the running back coach, the other day because he was with me in college when I was a kick returner. And I told him he ain't telling tell him I got skills um, on offense to try to get, get me a play, but um, they probably saving it for, you know, Yeah, yeah, the right time. Like you said. Yeah, they probably saving they had, it. They had you in the big games yeah, yeah, probably, in high yeah, school, right? Games. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's now probably a, a pretty hearty conversation in the locker room week to week about what's next and uh, who's getting the rep and who's doing what. Um, yeah, we, we actually just be laughing about it, um, see if you're just a decoy or not. And so, um, you know, you know he, he actually comes in and pulls somebody out uh, sometimes just to make Vic mad sometimes. But, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, what, you know um, when they're trying to find out what your future is going to be, you, you went to the Senior Bowl, which you have to be invited to go to. It's an all-star game where they bring in NFL caliber talent. And then you practice uh, for a week against the best players in college. Um, when they brought you to the Senior Bowl, um, were they trying to determine what position you would best fit in the NFL? Yeah, that was a uh, thing coming out, whether I was going to be more of a corner or nickel or move to safety. Because, um, you know, I know some teams was, you know, looking at me as a, a nickel-type position, a nickel corner. Um, but then once I got there and then days went on, I was more at safety. Um, so, um, and then started talking to teams and they was looking at me more for more at safety. What skill is harder to develop, coverage or tackling? For a defensive um, back? I don't know. Um, I, I mean, were, say, were you I mean, a good tackler when you were a corner? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I played boundary corner since playing. Um, I was either in press man or I was in like uh, uh, half, half corner. So I have a lot of run fits um, on that. So um, I feel like all my life, you know, I've been, you know, actually my father was big on tackling and wrapping up and making big hits, stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> Um, I feel like I don't know if one or the other is harder. It's just when you're playing against better players, I guess, um, in coverage, coverage is, is hard. You know, anybody, anytime you got to go out there and play a uh, man on the receiver, you know, who's one of the best athletes on the field, you know, you got to cover him all day. You know, that's probably harder. So when Kyle is matched up with, you know, Julio or something like that, they're going to catch balls, you know. He, he Julio Jones, you know what I'm saying? He's going to catch some balls. It's, you know, it's, it's hard to do that. Limit just, that just after make, the catch stuff, yeah, right? Just, you know? just make it hard on him. Yeah. 1,400 yards five years in a row for Julio Jones. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's an impressive stat that I just read. Oh, no, today. he's a man. That, that, yeah. And there's a handful of them. I mean, it, what, what, and they come all shapes and sizes at you, too, now, too. 
Yeah. You know, it could be a guy who's quick but not fast, and he could do as much damage as a guy that can blow right by you. Right. So they just, it's all about technique, fundamentals, and the scheme. Yeah, I mean, then you got somebody like Julio that's all, all of those. Can bust you know it all up. <laughs> He's, you know, quick, fast, you know, and big. So, um, you know, just go out there and make it hard. And um, that's why, you know, corners get you know, paid them big big dollars because that that's one of the hardest positions on the field. Yeah, but, you know, as Tom knows, and I, I feel this way, and if you're a playoff contender, if you're a Super Bowl contender, you got to have good safety play. Right. It's it's not even a question. And in, in the proper situation, it should be a guy who's going to get some Pro Bowl recognition. And certainly Eddie Jackson's getting that right now. Uh, looks like, you know, he'll, he'll be a, a Pro Bowler this year in his second year. What's he meant to you? Because the chemistry between the two of you, it, it, this is not just this year. This yeah. was brewing last year. Right. So this this was developing, and, and it's really hitting a crescendo right now. Yeah, I mean, um, he just, you know, he's a playmaker. Um, you know, he, he, he loves to go get the ball. You know, that that's the big thing with him. Um, he's good in space with um, – he's smart, knows where the ball is going to be. You know, you have just have some players that just got a knack for the ball that, you know, when the ball is in the air – um, they just, it's just seemed to go to them. You know, it's just certain people in the league that you see like that, you know, like uh, Marcus Peters, where the, you don't know why he always has like, he just has like eight interceptions and recovers five fumbles. They just come right to him. Just certain people, the ball just falls to them and they lap. And then, um, but he's not only that, he also can come up, you know, and make tackles as well. So, um, you know, he's just, he, he's getting better, you know, every day. Both of you guys to be starters your rookie year is pretty impressive, given the fact that you got to come in here, compete at a level. You're competing. You know, Ed Donatel's a heck of a coach. Vic Fangio's got a difficult system, but both of you guys earning those opportunities early in your career, you know, it had to be helpful because the Bears were looking for a set of safeties for the last 15 years almost, <laughs> and now they have two guys that are young and are going to grow together for quite a few years. So it's got to be fun. You know, you're a young guy, but you're the most experienced out of the, right. out of the two. So they they are looking for a lot of advice from you. Oh yeah. Um, sometimes I do forget that I'm I'm only 25 years right. old as well. So um, actually, me and me and Eddie the same age. So um, <laughs> um, now that's funny. Yeah. I, no, I didn't age. know. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. We're the same age. So um, you know, it, it's just you know, it's a blessing that you know to have people you know, around you that's like you get along with that that chemistry is important. I've learned that um over these years that, you know, it makes it fun. Like with, with all us in the secondary, we've been together, we know each other. Um, you know, we hang out that like stuff like that is important. You know, people may not, you know, realize realize it, but, you know, when you hang around people, you it's kinda, you know, like you don't wanna let the next person down. You know what I'm saying? You don't wanna mess up and leave him out to dry because then he'll look back like the corner the corner relying you to be on the post make sure you're in that post because you know if he get on the post you you messing up you know how he looks with the play you met not only the team but you you messing up you know his grade sheet you know talked about you going to the senior bowl talking about not letting your teammates down so these college kids that don't participate in their college bowl games they're how, how do you feel about that? Because you're, you're closely removed from college football, but I, I don't see you a, a guy of making that type of choice. So when you think of these college kids now that are skipping bowl games, what, what is your opinion of that? I see it both ways because, you know, people trying to, you know, they've been working so hard to get to a point where, you know, they can provide for their families and things like that. So, 
um, if they get hurt and they drop far in the draft, nobody's going to, like, it's not going to be that same energy that everybody has when they sit out and they're calling them selfish and different things like that. But when they get hurt, it's not the same. You know, all right, we're still, we're still draft you first of all. You know what I'm saying? Even though you just got, you know, you just got hurt. You know what I'm saying? So I understand in a way. I don't know if I could sit out just because I don't like sitting out football games. You know what I'm saying? If I got an opportunity to play, I just want to play just because I, I don't like I don't like sitting out of practice. Did you feel like that, that you had to like go playing. to the Senior Bowl? Um, I know that's more of an All-Star yeah. game, not your college game, but it's something though. If if they ask you to come to, they're obviously interested in, in your talents. Yeah. Um, I felt the pressure in a way just because um, I had some things with my shoulder and I wanted to prove that um, I could still play with my shoulder the way it was. I had to get shoulder surgery at the end of that year. But yeah, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to prove to, my, prove to everybody that I could still um, play through it, you know, with how it was at the time. So I think if you got something to, that benefits you in going, you can go and prove. I want to go prove that I can cover receivers as well. So, and I think I proved that as well when I went there. So I feel like if you have something to prove to go I th and it can benefit you, I feel like you should, you should go. So after the senior bowl, you had your shoulder operated on? No, after my rookie year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, after my rookie year. Adrian Amos, our guest along with Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak here on Bears All Access, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Bears and Packers Sunday at Soldier Field, 9 a.m. pregame noon kickoff on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM WBBM. We're on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score with Adrian Amos, Jeff Joniak, and Tom Thayer, A squared, T squared, and J squared on this show. How about that? How about that? That might be first ever. Maybe. We're brought to you by IGS Energy and next Sunday's game against the Packers. Brought to you by Jewel Osco, the official grocery store of the Chicago Bears. Uh, Adrian, you mentioned the tightness of the team, and we see it in the locker room every day. A lot of card games going on, basketball shooting, while the media's in there and so forth. Um, is that There's guys sleeping. I don't know how, how you guys sleeping in there when there's all that racket. There's guys getting ready for practice, legitimately sleeping. They're sleeping on the couch or sleeping in their locker. I mean, you ever been so tired you sleep through anything? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? That's, it's the day-to-day -day ground in this week. 15? Yeah. Is it week yeah, 15? Yeah. It's week 15. Uh, really like week 20 because you got the preseason and all that. So um, you're just tired. Are you there. feeling so, it yourself? So you just go in there. Um, you, yeah. yeah. Well, on long days, um, it takes a couple of days to get back to it. And then you refresh by around Thursday, Friday, and then um, you feel it ready. Um, then Saturday, you relax day, and then you're ready to go on Sunday. You know, Matt talked a lot about the crowd on Sunday night. Yeah. I think it was probably the most impressive crowd support that I've seen here in maybe 15, 20 years. Were, was it evident to you during the introductions, or did, it, there, did there come a point in time where on a big third down or something where, you know, the stadium was ex exploding out there? Yeah, I, I think the last two Sunday, Sunday night games were really mm -hmm. loud. Uh, I thought the, the uh, Minnesota game was loud, but then when I heard this past Sunday, it was, you know, even louder. So um, I noticed, you know, Maybe third downs when it was just it was just extra loud. So um, I was like, "This is the loudest it's ever been." That you know, especially since I've been here. Communication is important for defense yeah. as well as offense. And now there's been so much conversation this week about the air raid siren going off on the field. Are you do you hear that, or is it something that you're not even paying attention to the other noise going on because you got so much in front of you? 
Oh no, I didn't know anything about that. The, the siren, <laughs> right? No, I, I, I just—it's been no, conversation for the last four or five days. Yeah, now. I couldn't hear it in my headset either, but apparently it was—it was pretty loud. So before every third down was it, or every snap for all I know, I don't know. Anyway, they tried to make it as loud as possible in there, and and the crowd loved it apparently, and I'm sure the Rams didn't, oh, yeah. and I'm sure the Packers won't either. But you know, it does get the engine running a little bit, though, doesn't it? To hear all that sound. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's just like. Energy is infectious, you know, um, you know, just after a big play, it just when the crowd going wild and even before third down, you know, you get King pumping up the crowd and you got the crowd going wild and offense trying to make the checks. And, then, you know, quarterbacks like to be in the exact right call um, on third down. You know, that's the biggest play, you know, biggest play of the series. So, um, you know, with us disguising the crowd loud, they can't really get that cadence right. So. Um, that's just a big help. The Bears need it. I mean, you, you, you look at the weapons that they go and face all around the league. When you go to Green Bay, they have a loud, supportive crowd. You go inside Minnesota, they have a loud, supportive crowd. So it's equally as important for the Bears crowd to come in here and be loud and support because it, it, does, it does help the, uh, the defensive side of the ball a, a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it does help a lot. You know, I feel like this year, like, it's, it's been a real home field advantage. Right. Um, you know, with the crowd noise, with being at home, with our mindset of protecting home field. Um, so, I, you know, I think it goes hand in hand, you know, with us winning, giving them something to cheer about, and then, you know, uh, with them actually cheering. That's the key part right there. Yeah. You know, you keep them when you – know, and you guys have had uh, only a few situations where you've been playing from behind, you know, early in games. You've had the lead. You had a huge point differential advantage in the first half of games and carried it through, and I think that helps you guys rush the passer. It helps yeah. you guys you know, quicken that clock in a, in a quarterback's head to make and feel pressure to make a play, make a completion and so forth. So it has married very, very well with what you guys are trying to do. And you're in every game. You, you and the Chiefs, the only two teams in the league, will lead in the second half all, all 13 games up to this point. So that, that's significant. Yeah, um, offense and defense, you know, it goes hand in hand. So our offense is uh, better this year. Um, as far as they're making plays, they're keeping us off the field and they're getting up and it's forcing quarterbacks to try to squeeze things in tight windows, um, hold the ball a little bit longer, try to do extra things. And that causes more turnovers. So. Um, just as much as it's us getting better, it's them getting better as well, and Heck, that's you, helping us. You guys have more interceptions this year yeah. in the, than the last three years combined. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that crazy? That, yeah. You know, and you've been here for all of that. So yeah. you knew what it was like. Listening to you say how some guys just get the ball in yeah. their area code, yeah. you've seen firsthand what it's like when it, you don't have that kind of fortunes. Now, some of it's man-made, some of it's luck, too. Yeah, I mean, um, when you're down a lot, the last couple of years, we what, we – been losing a lot. So you're down a lot. Teams can just run the ball. They're not forcing things as much. Um, you know, we, we've been a solid defense, um, but uh, taking the ball away just makes us that much better. You know, you didn't play a lot of reps in the preseason. None of the starters did. Right. But then the preseason's over. Saturday morning, boom, Khalil Mack gets dropped on your lap. When did you find out about it, and what did you think that he was going to be able to contribute um, to the football team overall, not only the defense, but his leadership in the locker room? I think it was like the night that all the rumors were going around that, um, I don't know, it, it might have been like my mother or something that, or mother or cousin or something, something like that. Somebody texted the group chat and was like, um, hey, y'all just got Khalil Mack. And, but it wasn't like official yet. And you know, it was just like a, 
man, like, you know, because he's a great player, you know what I'm saying? When you get another great player, then you, you look at it. We already, coming into this year, we was, like, confident that we was going to have a great defense this year. And then when you add somebody of his caliber, then it's like, all right, we're going to be even better than we thought we was going to be. So, um, um, you know, he just came in and then um, he fits in well. I mean, all great fit players going to fit in. But um, personality-wise, you know, he, he fit in uh, the locker room and um, it feel like he'd been here for a while. See, that's a key component. We'll pick up on the, after the break on that aspect of it because you, you didn't have a guy with a huge ego come rolling into town, that's for right. sure. This is Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Back with more after this. All right, we're wrapping things up here at Hallis Hall at PNC Studio. Fueled up to play 60. We have a lively crowd tonight. Appreciate you guys coming up and having a good time. Uh, I tell you, who had the best penmanship out of the three up here? Now, we signed all your footballs. Who had it? Now, don't, you know, don't, don't let him politic. Let's get it. Uh, let me hear loud for Adrian. Thank you. All right. That's it. Tom Thayer. Oh, that's baloney. Right. How about, how about Joniak? Jeff's chicken scratch. scratch. Yeah. Uh, Tom wins. Adrian's second. I come in third. Everybody, yeah, everybody is second. The greatest autograph of any Hall of Famer for the Chicago Bears, Gail Sayers has the greatest signature. You look at his signature anywhere. It's unbelievable. He's, he's not telling you a lie. That is absolutely accurate. Well, we want to thank you, Adrian Amos, for joining us tonight here on Bears All Access. Ruth's Chris would like you to have this $100 gift card to enjoy at one of their Chicagoland area steakhouses that Tom is always uh, investigating before he officially heads off. I could eat this by myself. <laughs> uh, you have a, what's your uh, food vice? What's the one thing that you know you shouldn't, but you do it anyway? I don't know. I don't really have nothing like that. Really, I, really? I eat, you eat that good? No, I eat every. I, oh, okay. I eat everything. <laughs> Come on. The, the fuel up. The, the fuel up. People here are from that. That feed the kids in their schools and stuff and run the program. So, you know, you got. Well, a great I would cap say I don't eat fast food, but I will eat Chick Fil A. Mm. I go to Chick Fil A. I don't, I don't eat much fast food, but Chick Fil A. That's, that's that's my spot. So. I remember a couple of years ago, like my financial advisor, they, he was looking at my bank statement. It was like majority <laughs> Chick-fil-A. That's funny. Hey, uh, as the calendar turns into the new year in 2019, you're going to be busy out and about with a little charity bowling tournament, huh? January 3rd? Oh, yeah. Um, I have a foundation, uh, foundation uh, called I'm Still Here. Um, it helps uh, support uh, uh, families with Alzheimer's, you know, as well as underprivileged youth. So we're just having an event on January the 3rd to, um, you know, raise money and um, to just just get my foundation off running. And um, Is this the first year of your foundation? Or? Yeah, this is yeah, my first yeah. okay. this is my first year. I'm just kicking it off and, um, you know, pretty excited about getting it going. So uh, this is my first event, going to do a bowling event um, uh, around here in Vernon Hills. So You got game? Bowling? Uh, here and there, I'm hit or miss. So, you need the bumpers. So one, one day, I, no, I don't need bumpers. <laughs> but but one day I'll go in there and I'm, you know, I'm You're lighting rolling. it, I'm lighting it up, and then one day mediocre. Yeah. Well, so. we'll we'll learn more about it as we get closer to it, exact time, location, and check it out. I'm sure there'll be a website of some sort we can yeah. uh, pass it along to folks and and help you out. Why Alzheimer's? Um, me and my grandma are real close. Um, so um, about when I was in college, you know. Um, a lot of people in my family died, so our Alzheimer's came faster and it sped up. Mm. Um, so um, she really needs help with everything. She she forgets everything, 
she needs help with everything. So, you know, I'm just here and I think about it all the time. So I just, uh, I figured I'd start something that's, you know, you know, I feel better. I feel like I'm helping her as well um, as other people that's going through that same same problem. Do you wear the cleats or do you keep them for display? Because they have the cause for cleats. Everybody saw everybody's um, what they're involved with. What are, are you the guy that wears them or displays them? Um, yeah, I wore them this past Did game. You? Yeah, I wore them this past game. And then, um, you know, I'm probably going to auction them off. Um, we're working on that now. I might auction them off at the uh, bowling event. So, Nice. Um, just you know, just raise more money for for the foundation. Excellent. It is a great thing the league has yep. allowed you guys to do as yeah. as a group of, of players. All right, we're uh, wrapping things up here. Thirty seconds. Uh, give us a sneak peek. The rematch, the big one, Sunday oh. at Soldier Field, the Green Bay Packers. Oh man, it, you know this is a big game. Um, you know, just because it's the next game and uh, we lost the first game, we feel like that game slipped away. Um, you know, and you know, we want you know start turning the tide in this uh, rivalry, you know what I'm saying? Start getting some wins in this rivalry. So um, it's the next game, but all those extra things, you know, added on to it that we can say now that this is that week. Seems like a completely different season. When you think of week yeah. one and just getting Roquan and Khalil there for four days and now yeah. having the team that you've been able to put together for right. 15 weeks, it's gonna, be a, it's gonna be an awesome game. Oh yeah, you know, you know just, we, we just build from, Week one to week now, we just so much better. We we know so much more, you know, and um, we're a lot closer as a team. All right, well, time to slay uh, slay the pack. Uh, Sixteen and four with Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. I know that drives Tom crazy. Yuck. They've come in here and won eight straight at Soldier Field. So it's been a while, and we look forward to it. Adrian, you're having a great year individually, let alone the entire defense. It's it's really been fun to watch. I know you've had a great time playing with your teammates. And uh, just continued success, man. Yeah, Keep it strong. You. Thank you. Appreciate All right, Adrian Amos, our guest here on Bears All Access for Dan Barilli and Bob Box, our engineer. And for all you fine folks who fuel up to play 60, thanks for coming out. For Tom Thayer, I'm Jeff Joniak. This is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Thanks for listening to this Chicago Bears Network presentation of Bears All Access. Podcasts are available on ChicagoBears.com and on iTunes or download the official Bears mobile app. Bears All Access has been brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by CDW, Athletico Physical Therapy, and Ford. 